This story is different than our usual stories. This one actually happened. While there is nothing in this story that gives away anyone's identities, some adjustments were made to further shield everyone involved in this story. Now, without further delay, let's dive in into tonight's story. I need to tell this story. I need to get it out of me. It happened when I was in the military, and I did something bad because it was the right thing to do. And it bothers me, but I can't tell people about it. It could get other people in trouble, and myself, I suppose. I was an ER nurse on a military base. There was an accident during training. Yes, it happened all day every day, but this one, it was a flight incident. Flight incidents are a big deal. People die and multi-million dollar aircraft are destroyed. This accident was no different. My patient was the pilot who ejected and lived. Others did not. And the accident was considered my patient's fault. So they bring the guy in. He walked in. He was fine. Racked with survival guilt, sure, and we had to do the whole trauma x-ray thing. But I was the highest ranking nurse in the ER that day. For that reason, the flight incident documentation was tasked to me, and I was to perform the mandated chain of custody blood draw to test the pilot for drugs or alcohol. The room was sombre. There had been deaths today. Deaths of people who were close to each other, like brothers. The pilot's entire squadron, all his bosses, his boss's bosses, were there. They passed through, and a couple sat with him the whole time. I drew his blood. It's a chain of custody, which means every person who touches the vials has to sign who they hand off to at each handoff. It's for legal purposes, to verify that no one tampered or switched out a vial. I don't know why, but I drew excess blood, probably because it was my habit to draw a vial or two extra, in case a doctor wanted to add tests so I wouldn't have to stick a patient with a needle twice. I had two extra vials. When I gathered my trash up, I put them in my pocket. I don't know why. I usually would have just thrown them away, but I had them on my person when the pilot was discharged. His friends and co-workers took him from our site to the nearest bar to get immediately wasted and begin to grieve. I don't know whether or not this is normal or standard operating procedure, or even sanctioned by the military. But whatever, his squadron went and got drunk together as they attempted to pull the pilot from an abyss of self-blame. I suppose it is important when that's your job to get past it so you can fly again, and I'm not going to judge anyone for how they managed to do that. It's got to be difficult, going back to work, with the same people, all of you knowing you were piloting during an accident that killed other people. So, yeah, they get a pass to go get blackout drunk from me. But not an hour after they left, the lab called me. There was a problem. The chain of custody blood draws needed drawn again. Someone had dropped the first ones on the floor. Smashed into a million pieces was my pilot's clean blood test. Now he was at a bar, getting drunk, and I had to call him and have him come in to get a new blood draw. It would not be clean. He would have alcohol in his blood but I still had to have him come in. Everyone understood the ramifications of what was happening. With alcohol in his blood sample that was taken for his flight incident, he would be court-martialed. There would be a trial, he would get charges, and he would do time in the brig. His commanding officer came with him. I don't remember if he had a star or two or a bird, but his expression was grave. The pilot's fate, I believe he was thinking, was sealed unless he himself told the truth that this was a redraw. 
that it happened well after the pilot was off duty, that he had begun drinking to ease his grief and was called back, but that meant the flight incident report had no blood draw. That would end this pilot's career. With whether or not he was drunk or on drugs during the incident up in the air, he would be grounded, possibly indefinitely. He would have to crawl his way back up to where he was trusted to fly again. If he was elite, or wanted to be an elite pilot, that's the end of the dream. Walking the pilot into the room where I was drawing his blood was like walking a career to the gallows. The whole time I did the paperwork and drew the blood, I knew what I had to do. The commanding officer stammered and said things and made explanations. I don't know what he thought I could do about the situation. I'm pretty sure he had no idea that I could or would do anything. No one pressured me, I'm trying to say. No one threatened me. No one coerced me to do what I did. I did it all on my own, and no one knew what I was even planning. I took the blood I had just drawn into my right hand. The pilot was looking down at the ground, his head hung in grief, for the dead, and for himself. Look at me, I said. Look at me. I waited for his eyes to meet mine. He had to understand what was happening and that everything would be okay. Do you remember who drew your blood earlier today? Who did it? Who? I asked him. Demanded of him. You did. It was you, he replied. Holding his blood in my right hand, I reached into my pocket with my left. Demonstratively. I took out the blood I had held on to, and I told him, This is some of the blood I drew from you earlier. This is yours. There was extra. This blood came from you. He didn't look blank, exactly. It was the moment just before understanding. I looked at him, at his commander, and then turned and put the blood I just drew from him into a sharps container bin. I threw the new blood drawer away, and I put the vials I drew on him earlier down in front of me and set about filling out my document. The only lie was the time of that blood draw. I was falsifying a document. But that was his blood. I drew it, and it never left my custody. There was no way he was going to have clean blood for this draw. I knew it. His commander knew it. He knew it. Whether the commander thought I was swapping out someone else's blood for his, the pilot and I knew. That was the pilot's blood. It was just the extra vials I drew earlier. Relief washed over the room. The pilot mumbled something to his commander. I knew I was committing a crime, but the pilot was not drunk or under the influence in any way during that accident, nor when he came to me the first time. Upon his return, he was not drunk, but there would be alcohol in his blood. If that blood ran, his career would be over. And it would be over unjustly, because he was sober when I got the first sample. Don't remember the look on his face afterwards, or what either of them said to me in gratitude. I was hearing my heartbeat and the blood rushing in my ears, because I knew it would be me doing time in the brig if anyone knew what I had just done. I blew them off, waved them away, and out of the room. They couldn't walk out triumphantly, they couldn't show that their spirits had lifted, couldn't slap me on the back. They had to leave now without a fuss, so no one had any idea what I had just done. I'm a liar. I faked official documents. I feel terrible about it. But I'd do it again. It was the right thing to do, even if it messes with me to this day. It's good to get it off of my chest. Thank you for listening to tonight's story. What would you do if you were in her shoes? 
We'd love to hear from you in the comments section. If you enjoyed tonight's story, please like and subscribe to our channel. It really helps with the growth of the channel and creation of more content like this.